We're live! Of course he is. And it's right. me! We've got Hit Terry has managed to trigger himself. I always seem to get myself. I don't know how you managed to do it, mate. I don't, you, you managed to keep triggering it's yourself. Random. It's random. It is, because there's a thing. Well, it's random between four of us. That's four. Yeah, the the what we used to call the uh, the podcast OGs. 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 So um, anyway, yeah, this is Immaterial Gamers podcast or live cast two hundred and forty six. Nearly at two. Or like I like to call it the party. Party. We, we don't like, like to party. party. Like, <laughs> we, we, like, to party. we like to party. Oh, I'm not getting. I'm, I'm getting wrestling flashbacks. Don't. Yes, One thing I didn't mention with Duncan when we discussed which last week's podcast was basically just talking about wrestling. Well, yeah, you had a long, long yeah. day or a long weekend, even. Yeah. Um, but you know, they they were playing music as they were waiting for the the show to start, and it was a mix of wrestling entrance themes, metal music, and Venga Boys. Sounds about right. And um, you know, the bus is coming. We like oh, to party. The bus is we coming. like to party. And gotta stop anyway. Um, yeah, but speaking of stuff from the past, welcome. Yeah, uh, in the void, you've got Terry. And broadcasting from the past in an undisclosed location, which was a clue for something later on today. Uh, Terry, welcome. You know what oh. I know that you, you know. You know uh, I know that you don't do. You don't read our tweets. No, no, I don't. I don't Are have you... a Twitter. No, no. But um, don't worry, it'll pop up on the Discord, and then if it pops up in the Discord by the time we get to the feature, you'll realize. Ah, let me go check my email. See if uh -oh. you ever got back to me. Oh yeah, yeah. Regarding whether the <laughs> whether the uh, gave you dev access, uh, I don't think the 69th Musketeer will have done that. But you know, anyway. Uh, well, you do have a look at that. I had I had some fun with gaming this week. I did some games. I played games. You played games. I played yeah, games. No, nothing, like... nothing from Twitter. I, I mean, games. I didn't. I didn't necessarily play games um, outside of the streaming. Well, I played two outside of the streaming, actually. That's a lie. Right, let's quickly get into it, then. Um, Vampires have had new DLC. Yes! Love it. Do you? Love it. Love Vampire Survivors. Everyone should play it. It's so easy to get used to, and the, the devious bastards have the gameplay loop down. They, ju they just do. Anyone who's living in a rock, Vampire Survivors is a, a survival game. Survival. That's, that's, it's, it's a it's a bullet hell survival game, in reverse. In the fact that your characters are the ones that shoot all the bullets, or knives, or swords, or magic, or whatnot, and you take on a bloody ton of enemies, and eventually you'll die. Bloody ton. Oh yeah, a bloody ton. But no vampires. Anyway. Yeah, I remember you saying that. I was just like, huh? Yeah. But, um, yeah. They... It's the joke about it or something. Yeah, that's yeah, it's part of the joke. Um, but what, uh, what it does have is 
DLC. That DLC, uh, I've forgotten the name of now already, Tied to the Foscari. That's what it's called. Um, oh. it's, a, it's an RPG, or like a fantasy like expansion. Um, the, the characters that you get initially at the beginning are sort of like fantasy tropes. A warrior, a wizard, and a, and a mage. A, a, not a mage, an archer. Yeah. Um, their idea behind it is that they <clears throat> their strength or their ability to last longer in the game comes at level 30. So you level up as you go along and every level you get to choose a weapon or a, a support item or to level up an already acquired weapon or support item as you go. Um, level 30 is not that high. Characters can go in a run could go up to the triple digits if they're not like playing in a uh, what's it called a an endless run you can just keep going if you live on an endless run but in the normal 30 minute run of vampire survivors it's not uncommon that you can get them to 80 to triple digits like 104 i don't know i just brought that number out of my ass but um yeah they get a support item at level 30 called an academy badge and the academy badge gives them pretty good features at the cost of it being hard to level up. So you basically level up slower, but you're more powerful. Correct. So so that's just sort of how they go. It's also got, they, they started doing these big, big adventure maps, as opposed to what they did with the, the base game, which was like these almost endless left to right, up to down maps. They actually have contained big adventure maps and this one's got fantasy it's got a fantasy forest it's got a it's got a village it's got a, like a mushroom biome it's got a lake you know just to, just as you do and standard and, and yeah and people were you know playing it going through unlocking the achievements you know as you do um one negative review uh stated um this game or this this dlc is awful only has one new map now for start, the DLC is about a pound. The game Ooh, is like expensive. the game is like three pound. It's, it's cheap. Bank breaking. I know, right? How, how dare they? Um, but here's the thing: they clearly didn't play the DLC because spoilers. There's a hidden second map. Which you get while doing the achievements. So if they bothered playing it, there's two maps. That's 50p a map. Yeah. It's 50p a map, and there's five just, new characters, eight games. new weapons, you know, the whole thing. For a game that's core gameplay loop is unchanged. Kick the crap out of hundreds of thousands of mobs. Don't die. Don't die. So, you know, that's. that's yeah, that's one of the games I played. Um, this like over the week, I also replayed Sonic Frontiers, and I was playing that before the podcast started because I'm looking to try and hundred percent the game. Only a hundred? Yeah, this is not this is not it's not Crash Bandicoot. None of that hundred and thirty percent bollocks. What about the one hundred and one percent that some games have? I. They can they can shove it all. 
Um, no, this one's known as pulling a D, right? Just yeah. you know. I should probably find a better way of saying that. I I, I want to find <laughs> yeah, pulling a D. I, I want I want D to try to one hundred percent muck. Have you seen the achievements on muck? Yeah, like what was it? Complete the game on like on its hardest difficulty without taking any damage. Stuff um, like that. Not the hardest. It has okay. to be normal or above. Okay. Or above normal. I can't remember if it's normal or above or above normal. Mm-hmm. Um, only using a rock without taking any damage. No. Which I'm... is actually you can't use a single other tool which means you can't mine the higher tier resources to complete the bow. Right. So, so you can't only... actually get that achievement then, right? Or have you got to basically get someone else to play the game for you and you... Nope. All players that are in that map have to. Um, and I was talking with my friend about it who okay. doesn't come on these podcasts. The only way that it might be possible besides cheating, of course, um, would be if villagers can sell every single item that you need. And 99% of the items villagers can sell. It's random if there's going to be villagers in the game that will sell you the items that you need. And you also have to be able to earn the money to buy the items, which means you have to kill things with a rock without taking any damage. Yeah. Um, but there's one item that I don't think they sell, which is required for every single boat, and it's the red crystals, the rubies that are inside those caves. Right. Yes. Um, which need I, to be mined out. Yeah, and they cannot be mined by any tool other than a higher tier tool. Wow. So. Unless there is a chance of a villager selling those, which, like I said, I have not seen, doesn't mean it's not possible. Mm -hmm. You'd have to have a very lucky... And I'm sure there's a seed out there that you could type in and get the specific seed that you need. So once you have it, once you find a seed that they sell it, you can just replay that seed and basically just rush the game. Because you don't have to mine any of the resources, you're basically just trying to rebuild the boat. So all you're going to do is buy the resources that you need to rebuild the boat. And rebuild the boat. But, spoiler, anybody that doesn't want to know any spoilers about the game, and hopefully you don't care about the spoiler. It's not just rebuilding the boat. Huh. Once you rebuild the boat, the world floods, so the water level rises above everything. Right. And the boat starts to travel away. Okay, cool. That sounds great. You you get away, everything's fine, right? Until the dragon shows up. Excuse me? Until the dragon shows up and tries to eat your boat. Yeah. Dragon that shoots fire while flying around. Not even at, like, a height that you can hit him. And your combat around. area is the boat. Yeah. He, he puts little red circles down so you can dodge them. Oh, good. But, yeah, you have to dodge all of those. 
while until he comes down and lands on the boat, and then you can hit him with your rock for very little damage. Oh, trying rock, to kill him. Well, I'm still just worried about Gronk, so you know. Yeah. And the I, I, when I, the la yeah, the last time I played the game, which is actually the last time I played the game, no, mm -hmm. no, second, second or third time, second or third last time, um, I played on easy difficulty, like we were playing, yeah, with my friend, and I've learned how to beat the game on easy. Okay. Villagers are your friend. Villagers are your friend. Right. Grab so your don't... rock. Don't don't go kill fight. all the villagers. Yeah, don't fight with the villagers as soon as oh. we enter a town. Oh, uh, okay. Don't rob from the chief's chest as well, then. Yeah. You grab your rock, you break a few pieces of wood, and so that you can craft your little crafting table, if you need it. Mm -hmm. You might not need it, um, but it's just a little simpler. Yeah. And then you run, and run, and run, and run until you find village. Oh. Then you talk to all the villagers. And hope that one of them, or, well, you hope that one of them sells at least an adamantite pickaxe. Mm -hmm. Because then you can just skip to the end game. Basically. Right. If you can get an adamantite axe as well, then mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're minty. You're, you're just minty. You're just fresh, ready to go. Yeah. Um, it's all gravy. Basically, then you just build yourself a set of armor, and then you go to the boat and you start building the boat, because you have the highest tier tools. Cool. The bosses don't bother you. Um, you can kill mobs pretty easily. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's how we beat the game. We just And by the end of the game, I had like 150 different buffs. Woo! Because you just get so much money and just grinding the mobs, trying to grind everything you need to rebuild the boat. Sweet. But yeah, that, that's the way you have to do it. Not grind out each tier, especially with multiple people trying to get a full set of iron for everybody and then a full set of mithril for everybody. Because you just don't have the time. No, the game exponentially gets harder and harder and harder. Mm -hmm. And if you don't get... If you don't get good early... Um, get good. You're gonna get wrecked later on. Fair dues. But yeah. yeah. At least we learn that. Maybe when we maybe when we go again, that'll be a the strat. That'll be the strat. So uh yes yeah. the strat. So speaking of like improvements of stuff on there, I was I don't know if I mentioned it last week's podcast or not. I think it might have been over No, it might have been over the week. I played Sonic Frontiers wrong. <clears throat> You played Sonic Frontiers wrong. Yeah, uh, I played it on too easy a difficulty, basically. Oh, so um, being a little bi something else. Well, no, I didn't know. I didn't know because nothing on this would have explained this. And to to the people who go, well, you should have searched for it and googled it and blah blah blah. It's like, no, I played the game. I completed the game. I also don't I didn't... search up everything in the game. Yeah. Yeah, what I didn't do was I didn't sit there and check Google to see if there was a, an, a different version of the final boss. I fought the final boss called The End. It's a giant purple moon. I really don't know if I explained this last week or not. I don't think I did, no, because it must have happened in the, like, in, the, in the days up to it. 
Um, but yeah, I, the, the final boss I initially called to it, it had a health bar. It was down at its last bit. Which really, that should have been the, the, the red flag. It had a full health Well, it had a health bar the same size as, as the other boss's health bar, but it was already down to its last bit. Oh. So it's like, oh, have I missed something here? Or is it bugged out or something like that? And to beat the boss, I just push X three times. That was how it initially was. I then watched a, a video essay about Sonic, uh, Sonic Frontiers. And in that, so the, the, the YouTuber was called uh, Nezumi VA. And he talked about how um, how the final boss was a bullet hell shooter. And I'm like, I did not see any bullet hell. There was no like shoot 'em up style gameplay where you had to dodge tons of bullets or stuff like that. It's like, no, there was mini games I had to do that. That certainly wasn't on the fucking boss. She then explains if you play on hard, or at least fight the boss on hard, you get that bullet hell shooter. And the boss talks down to you for about five minutes as well. So I was like, excuse me, I want to be... saying bad things about you? Uh, Yeah, basically talks about how it saw countless civilizations and it's outlasted them all, destroyed them all, and you're no different. You then... What a mean guy. You you shoot it. You shoot the hell out of it in this Ikaruga-style fight. And then you do... The, the last bit where you push X three times. Made for a much more satisfying boss, even if people didn't like it that much, because they wanted it to be a big, bombastic anime fight, just like the other bosses beforehand, and I can see that. Me? I like me a bunch of shoot-em-ups. But, um, yeah, so I did that after playing Tron Identity, which is another thing someone on the Steam reviews needs to shut the fuck up about. Welcome to Idiot's Corner. I robbed that from a radio presenter. He doesn't know me, so it'll be fine. Um, Is he not your friend? So Your best friend in the world? Oh, he's a great, he's a great radio presenter. He just doesn't know me. I'm, I'm just a random piece of sand on the internet. Yeah, just how it is. Occasionally makes silly jokes into his radio station, but you know. But, um... Yeah, uh, the thing with Tron Identity it was, it was it was marketed by Biffle Games and Disney as a Tron visual novel. That's very important. It's a visual novel set in the Tron universe. Cool. Everyone everyone knows that, yeah? They've marketed it. It's a visual novel. There's visual novel things. It's always a visual novel. That's how it's going to be. Steam Review. I took 10 minutes into this game to realise that it was a fucking visual novel and it's shit and I hated it. They poorly marketed it. It was scam marketing. Why did they market this? I expected a third or first person shooter game. Did you? You obviously read the wrong places. Did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, they got they got lambasted afterwards. It was just like, sees visual novel, buys visual novel, complains visual novel. Yeah. Like, you are a dumbass. You are an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Um but Do you uh, remember that that, that the troll you, website? No. When um the internet was just becoming a thing 
Mm. Like, obviously, it was not great when it first became a thing, but like, people started to learn how to make websites themselves. It wasn't just like, like, it wasn't just specific people that knew how to make it. People were starting to learn their own. Mm-hmm. They were learning how to make HTML websites and stuff like that. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't just. They weren't just like using uh, Yahoo GOCs. Yeah. Um, this one guy made a website that would produce constant pop-ups. Right. And basically the website would just pop up a big picture of a smiley face and say uh, above it with text saying you are an idiot because you went to this website. And it was supposed to pretend to be a virus, but it wasn't. It was Mm -hmm. all running in the browser. But it would crash your computer because the computers weren't able to handle it back then. Crap computers! Um, And the window would move around and bounce around on your screen, going top to bottom, left to right, and all over the place, and spawning more screens, and they would all start moving around, and the sound would just keep going, You are an idiot! (laughs) But each one would have their own sound. Oh god! And it started to just overwhelm everything, and it was just bouncing around. And I used to troll so much by going to that site, and I wish I could still find it to these to this day, but I, I I've yet to find it. Internet wayback machine, mate. Yeah. Oh dear. So uh, yeah, um, the the thing with Tron Identity, I'm not going to talk too much about it because there'll be a vod coming up of it soon. It's already on Switch, and it's because it's something I'm currently streaming and will be streaming, the end of the current cycle. My first playthrough, I will stream the conclusion of it tomorrow. Monday. So, that's that. Um, well, I'm looking forward to streaming on Tuesday, though. That'll be fun. We'll, we'll talk about the schedule later. So, Terry, you, um, as we put on the, on, on, the, on the tweet post, or the tweet, you said you wanted to talk Dungeon Defenders and Minecraft briefly as well. Yeah. So, I've already talked about Muck. The, the few things that I want to talk about, Muck. Dog Muck. <laughs> um, but yeah, me and uh, Stefan have played, started playing Minecraft again. Surprise! Shock! Ah! Oh, wow! Um, yeah. We. Oh found... my god! It actually the sound. Oh Jesus! I shouldn't have messed with the soundboard. Did <laughs> you know what it does? It brings up. It brings up images as well. Look, if I choose Badum Chish. That's pretty funny. I didn't know it would do that. Wait oh, a minute. Where did, where did... Where did what go? Um, sorry. I'm, I'm still in Minecraft. Um, ah. But my bees have destroyed things, which is not good. Um, anyways, so... Yeah, I, uh, Minecraft. Yeah. Me and Stefan decided... Well, I seen a, a TikTok post earlier. Mm-hmm. About a new Feed the Beast pack that came out. Okay. And it was right up our wheelhouse. It was a mm-hmm. Feed the Beast Skies. Right. Shout out to Feed the Beast and uh, their modding crew. And I don't know if they actually, made, I'm pretty sure they made it, but it's on the Feed the Beast app. Um, usually the Feed the Beast app represents mostly Feed the Beast uh, curated mod packs. Yes. Yeah. Um, so this one's called Feed the Beast Skies. And what? yeah, it's a factory based Minecraft Skyworld. Right. Um, 
So, this one, you get to choose your own starting islands. Me and Stefan went on to our own islands for once. Usually we just pick the same island and we uh, get bored really fast. But this time we so picked separate islands and hopefully we won't get bored as fast because we'll both be doing our own little thing in our own little way. Mm -hmm. and we can help each other out wherever our ways vary. Um, but yeah, so far it relates mostly to the create mod to get started. Um, you don't know much about Minecraft, so the create mod doesn't mean anything to you. No, but I assume it's something you, that you create stuff in. Uh, the create mod covers almost everything, but you have to create it with mostly rotating power. Right. So you create water wheels that rotate by water flowing past them. Mm -hmm. It rotates a shaft or gears that you mm -hmm. connect together. Shaft. Eh, Sorry. Shaft. Um, to power Sorry, other equipment. Yeah. And they have a kinetic output if the equipment on said shaft <laughs> exceeds <laughs> exceeds the kinetic output that the generators produce, it stops working. Right. Um, or in my case, my bees screw up my water source for my water wheels and Not they cause the, the water yeah, they cause the water to flow in a different direction on one of the water wheels. It breaks my water wheels. Mm -hmm. And I didn't notice they despawned, so now I have to make more water wheels. Right. Uh, but yeah, so we're starting this, and I decided I'm going to start myself in a compact machine. Right. Once again, you're not a Minecrafter, so that means nothing to you. Compact machines are a mod where you build a block. Mm hmm. And you use a special tool to enter, miniaturize yourself into that block. Okay. So a single block in the main world can be a much bigger space internally. Does it, does it become the size of a chunk? Sometimes. Sometimes bigger, sometimes smaller. Okay. I know what a um, chunk is, at least. Yes, a chunk is a 16 by 16 square in Minecraft. Mm -hmm. um, but these compact machines have different sizes. Right. They start out... Actually, I can pull them up here. One second. Uh, compact. Alright. So, the tiny compact machine has an internal size of 3x3x3. Three by three by three. Right. A Minecraft player is 1x2. One a 1x1x2. Okay. So, just you alone takes up a big portion of that space. Mm -hmm. um, luckily, the one that I start in is not a 3x3x3 three by three by three because that would be chaos to try to do anything in. <laughs> Especially seeing as a water wheel is a 3x3x1. Three by three by yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to build any create stuff inside there. Um, I started in a giant compact machine, which is a few steps up. There is tiny, small, normal, large, giant. 
Okay. Maximum. Um, the tiny one I told you is a three by three. Mm -hmm. Then it goes five by five, seven by seven. I'm in, or, okay, sorry. Five by five, seven by seven, nine by nine. And then I'm in the 11 by 11. It's not the <laughs> largest, but it's 11 by 11 by 11, which is a decent amount of space. You can fit quite a bit of space in that amount of area. Right. Because you have 11 tall by 11 wide by 11 length long. Okay. Um, Stefan doesn't like being in a confined space. <laughs> so he has his own island, which is infinitely expandable in all directions. Right. Mine is infinitely expandable outside of the block because I still have my compact machine. Technically, it's still in a normal world. Right. So the internal space is 11 by 11, and I could build outside of it if I wanted to. But so far, I'm restricting myself to being inside of it. Okay. But I still have to fix things that my bees have broken, which makes me very sad. Bees! Um, but yeah, this mod pack seems to relate a lot to bees to produce power and stuff like that. Uh, or produce items and resources and stuff like that. And basically, there's different ways of getting all your resources rather than just mining everything. You have mm -hmm. to... Um, you have to... Uh, follow the quest book and it will basically guide you on how to get all the resources and it's slowly unlocking more and more stuff as you go. Okay. Eventually it'll be automated. Everything. And I wanted to talk about Dungeon Defenders because I decided randomly the other day to start playing Dungeon Defenders 2 again. Hmm. And they added Chaos 10 which is last time I played, they had Chaos Seven. Right, and Chaos was basically just increased difficulty. Yeah, all the mobs get more health, more damage, and they also start to add more complexity with their spawns. Sometimes they will spawn with the ability to not be stunned or increased health. Um, different portals will have different buffs, basically. And Dungeon Defenders 2 is basically a tower defense slash uh, what would you call it? It's sort of a first or third person shooter of sorts. Yeah, it's yeah. I'd, I'd say yeah, that, that would be the case, wouldn't it? It'd be a third, third person shooter that is also a tower defense game. Tower well, defense. it's more tower defense with third person yeah. Element. And it, I'd call it. I'd consider it more like a strategy game. So let's call it a strategy mm. game, like a tower defense strategy with uh, elements of first person. Yeah. Yeah. Or third person shooting. Um. And yeah, basically, my friend was playing it, so he's grinding me a whole bunch of maps, and you can ascend, which basically puts you back down to basic gear, but gives you ascended powers and extra talent points, which you can spread out between buffing your towers or your characters and stuff like that to make you better so that you can get further floors, and then you can ascend again and do it all over again, rinse and repeat until uh, you work your way up to chaos. Uh, oh, oh god. Oh god. Steph rolled. 
Steph rolled a subscription and he got Duncan. He got Duncan? Yep. Mine was better. Terry got Terry. Terry got Terry. So, uh. Terry's got Terry. 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 Terry's talking Dungeon Defenders. I was, but now I'm done. Okay, fair enough. Right, um, we've got a couple of bits of news, and then bringing back a feature that's, that, that Terry really loved oh, the dude. first time he was brought up about it. I had a feeling this was coming. <laughs> right, uh, so, um, yeah, remember, like I told you, the, the picture at the back is a clue. Don't Google search it. But, um, before we, yeah, we'll do the news first, and then we'll get into this into this little game. There's only a couple of pieces, because... It's really tough to find news that isn't just press releases. Game that's coming out in three years has sent a monthly update to say that it's uh, still coming out in three years. Don't care. Tell me closer to the time. Now, there is a game that, until recently, was on Steam. The game was called Dark and Darker. And it's... It's what they call... It's what's being called an extraction uh, looter. So sort of the whole idea of going through a, you know, a dungeon slash mission to try and grab items and defeat stuff that's inside, and you only get the stuff that's inside if you all successfully get out. You know, that sort of business. Um, well, <laughs> they were, uh, turns out they were former members, the studio's called Iron Mace Games, and they used to work for Nexon, the company behind all those weird free-to-play RPG games. What was it? Maple Story. You remember Maple Story, right? Terry doesn't sound like he remembers what Maple Story was. Trying to get Stefan to give me back my item. <laughs> uh, I, I remember Maple Story, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, the, these former developers of Nexon made Iron Mace games and started making Dark and Darker. Nexon uh, are not happy with this um, because they state that they used all their assets Is just claiming that everything that they used was made during their time at Nexon, and so have basically requested to Steam to. Um... Oh well, they're they're in legal trouble, and Steam have turned out around and gone. Ah, we can't have you on here while you're dealing with this. So Iron Mace turned around and said, "All right, cool. We unfortunately can't go on Steam." Um, so, uh, we need you to, uh, torrent our game. <laughs> Which is a different way of doing things. Yeah. So, um... I, I find that funny, though. Like, people, like... I left... I'm leaving a company. I want to... demand that they can no longer use my stuff. Like, mm. you're part of that company. Well, no, no, it's the other way. No, it's Nexon. So, Iron Mace have left. Or, like, the members of Iron Mace left Nexon to work on this game. What Nexon are claiming... Nexon? Nexon? They're claiming they were working on this game while still employed there. Oh. And therefore, they were using their resources to make this game. that's a little different. But... 
and they they deny this, by the way, just to just to confirm, of course, because of course they would they wouldn't turn around and go. They're not going to say, "Oh yeah, yeah, we were totally doing that." Yeah, yeah, we we're absolutely using your time and and your like machines to work on our game with the sole intent of leaving and making this ours. So um, yeah, so the, yeah, the story is just more the funny part that they've got a torrent link to their own game. You know, but torrents As still exist. Did. Torrents still exist. They're not always, not always used for a downloading viruses. Torrent. A lot of people torrent. Yeah. Usually. Oh dear. So you know that that'll happen. Uh, oh no, Terry's Terry's losing in Minecraft. Uh, another thing. Yeah, do you remember Angry Birds. Angry Birds. Yes. Yeah. Rovio. There's they made Angry Birds. They recently took Angry Birds one off the App Store because it was, in their words messing with their viability to continue their business i.e. the game didn't have microtransactions and therefore people purchasing it for once wasn't making them all the money they need to make all the money all the time yeah so well i mean this sort of links into the story because um a particular video game company are wanting to purchase rovio for for one billion dollars something tells me that you're not actually saying one billion Oh no, no, one billion dollars. Wow. And that company wow. is Sega. Sega Yeah. Yeah, fresh off fresh off releasing free to play game The Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I still can't get over that. Um you're looking at me like you don't know what what happened. You you I remember you talking about it, but like it's not ringing the bell. Yeah, for an April Fool's joke, the Sonic the Hedgehog social media team made a visual novel game where you had to solve the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you saying that. It was functional. It was great. I enjoyed it. More, please. Did you, did you enjoy it? Thanks. More, please. Sega, if you, Sega, if you ever see this, more, please. More, please. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Please. Or as it would have been back in the back in America. Does Sega time. still use that on their logo? Uh, Sega, no, they they use a like a, a sting. They just use a bong. I liked it better the way it was. Yeah, I, I like Sega, or as it was, like I said, back in early American uh, times. <clears throat> I don't remember that. But uh, sure. yeah, a lot of the adverts are just like, Sega. um. But anyway, yeah. Uh, according to according to the Wall Street uh, Street Journal, um, Sega is on track to finalize a deal to buy Rovio, and therefore the Angry Birds franchise, as early as next week. Wow! So uh, yeah, they're making a lot of movements towards it. Yeah, but uh, uh, how will that will affect microtransactions? Who knows? They will control all the microtransactions. They will control all the microtransactions. Right. Okay. It's it's time. Terry, are you prepared? I am not prepared. Last la last time we were together to do a stream, uh I gave you a game of Name the Year in Gaming. The quiz where I gave you an event, a game, and some other bits of news. In order to try and get you to give the correct year in video game history. 
We're bringing it back, motherfuckers. Here we go. It wasn't the last time, but you did mention the last time that we potted that you're thinking of bringing that back. Yeah, and, well, here we go. Oh, yeah, it was the time before. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, uh, like I said, I'd like to get more people in and even turn, maybe even turn it into a, into a thing at some point that's separate from the podcast. But yeah, no, we'll go, we'll go for what we got now. I have found another year in gaming, according to Wikipedia, and I'm going to give Terry a few clues. And for everyone else at home, they can have a, a bit of a guess if they want. Now the truth is, this is an honor game, so don't Google it when I start giving you bits. Terry, no. Look, your autofocus is betraying you. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Right, so let's give you, uh, let's give you. What would you like? Would you like like a, a top game of the year? Sure. Sure. Maybe I'll actually know what it is. Okay. So top games according to Metacritic scores that came out this year was Super Mario sixty four. That little known game. Little known game. Parappa the Rapper. Came out at the end of this year. Rated well, to be honest. His Metacritic scored 92 out of 100. The first in the series of Souls fighting games, Soul Edge, came out in this year. I Tomb Raider. Yeah. You remember that? And uh, Pokemon Red and Blue came out in this year. I'm going to guess 1996. Okay. Okay. So with that, we'll continue on. And if we uh, do some events, you can change or you can you can stick with your answer if you want. Okay. From there. So uh, let's see. Let's have a look at some business news of, uh, of, of this year. A little, well, a little known company called Falve is founded. In August this year, and not long later, they obviously proceed to release the video game Half-Life. And Counter-Strike, not too long after. Mm-hmm. Uh, other news in here is uh, Firaxis Games is formed by Jeff Briggs with Sid Meier and Brian Reynolds. Sid Meier, you would know, made the Civilization games. Yeah. Proceed to you know work on other stuff. Sid Meier's Sim Golf. That was that was that was that was that was a thing for me at some point. Not necessarily this year, but still. Uh, Tom Clancy and uh, Virtus Corp found Red Storm Entertainment this year, and therefore yeah. lead you towards, you know, the uh, Rainbow Six video games before they got. Well, mainly, but no. Let's be honest. Siege is actually good. Extraction was was funny. Oh, okay. So Terry, Terry has gone ninety-six. Uh, Steph has put his his thing in of nineteen ninety-five. So now that I've given you some business news of the year, I was I'm leaning between ninety-six and ninety-eight still. Okay. Still thinking more towards ninety-six though. Okay. Fair enough. And then we'll give you some some events that. Um, oh, actually, no. We'll give you some. Oh, I'll give you some uh, here. Is some consoles that got discontinued this year. The Virtual Boy, the Atari Jaguar, the 3DO Interactive Multiplayer, the Sega CD, the 32X, and the CDI all got discontinued this year. But the Nintendo Game Boy uh, Game Boy Pocket came out. I don't even and remember of course, the Game Boy Pocket. 
and of course the Nintendo 64. That one I remember. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember when it came out. Okay. And then finally, some events of this year, including Swedish video game magazine Superpower changes its name to Superplay. Don't worry, they're the first I've heard of them even as well. And this image. This image what? is is the um, the rocket elevator, or the rocket escalator, oh, sorry. In in the back of your camera. Yes, in the back of my camera shot. For, for those listening, I have a picture of the London uh, Trocadero, of which this is the rocket escalator that was used to get into Sega World London, the effect theme park that was opened on the 7th of September in this year. It had seven levels that you would go down the building in reverse order. You take the you take the escalator up, and then you'd go down various levels. You'd go through some some arcades, like a coin up arcade stuff. There was a a racing track with a bunch of driving games in there. There was the flight deck, which had air combat games. Attractions were were offering future reactive rides according to a separate wikipedia entry um it was not successful um it declined very very quickly upon launch uh, and opened in this year and closed four years later oh wow it really didn't last yeah um which now le- which leads to a funny image um, which which funny, six uh-huh, six years funny, after oh, it, oh. the funny image was the rocket escalator being blocked off to Sega World by a vending machine. Uh, so yeah, with all that, since uh, since Steph's still, I guess Steph's still here, and Terry, what year? Your final year? year, please. I'm gonna still stick with my ninety six. And unless he changes his mind, Steph has gone 95. Let's One of you is correct. Oh? One of you is bang on the money. The other is a year off. The answer is 1996. Wow! <laughs> I'm the best! <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that one was a pretty... Cause, to be fair with this year, it was a massive year in gaming. This is where all the sort of the generations... Yeah, of of stuff. Obviously, the the, the it was the, also the N sixty four was really the year where the internet became big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and I'm pretty sure that's because of Valve. Mm-hmm. Like Valve releasing Half Life, and it just made everything sort of explode towards mm-hmm. need like. Because if I'm not mistaken, Valve was one of the first games that you could actually get off the internet. Like, you download a copy of it. I believe it was. Maybe it was, a, maybe it was a cracked copy? I don't even remember nowadays. Yeah. But You mean you was... mean a legally acquired um, alternative yeah. way of game? Yes. That. Yeah. But, uh, no, yeah, you, you had it bang on the money. I was, I was, I was trying to change some news. Let's see. When, you, when see. you got it immediately based on games, Probably I was like, oh, yeah. But yeah, wasn't getting. 
of it. But I mean, yeah, look at you know, some of these other games. Like I would say Parappa the Rapper, Resident Evil, Tomb Raider, Command & Conquer, Red Alert. You know, um, for DOS. Not for PlayStation games. at that point. For DOS. Yeah. Um, you know, Street Fighter, Street Fighter Zero 2, Daytona, came out in that year as well. It was, it was, well, it was the highest grossing video arcade game. Because of course it was. Um, yeah, Tekken 2. Uh, yeah, it was tons of tons of games. And you know, like you say, it was sort of like in a couple of years' time, so the internet would be massive on that. I mean, the release of the Dreamcast and, you know, if we, if we look at 98. Uh, no, I will not be doing a year in gaming in 1998 purely because I've mentioned it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, with the Dreamcast and that's and that you know, going towards full modem interconnectivity as sort of standard before the PlayStation 2 came out and sort of, um, what would you call it, normalised it. Yeah. But yeah, congratulations, you've won the year in gaming. What do I win? Um, do I get my... you open your wallet? Just <laughs> No. Damn. <laughs> no. Unfortunate, um, but no, that's that 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 ends up being the podcast for this week. Uh, it worked that's out well. That's your podcast. Um, so schedule for this week, yeah. Uh, tomorrow I will be uh, the not yet titled Monday stream. We'll be playing the conclusion of Tron Identity, the visual novel, not third person shooter. Um, then Tuesday the not yet titled launch day stream. Where I'll be uh, playing the Mage Seeker, a League of Legends story. The RPG starring Silas. Yeah, boy. Uh, Wednesday, don't know, someone will probably use it. Thursday, Team Fight Thursdays, where we're going to head back on to TFT. Uh, I'll actually reset the wheel. We'll get that all sorted. Uh, Friday, play session. Surprise! Don't know. And Saturday and Sunday will be role-playing Nottingham Games continuing with the Mage Seeker. That'll be, that'll be continued to be played until the game's completed. And then I'll head back to Tales of Symphonia and put my rose-tinted spectacles back on. Your rose-tinted spectacles. Yeah, rose-tinted. I actually have to get some real rose-tinted spectacles. Rose-tinted glasses at some point. Uh, so yeah, if you liked what you what you heard, give us likes, subscribes, and follows, and and all that stuff in wherever you're listening to it, because you know it all exists. Um, it'll be wherever your podcasts are served on Wednesday. Might as well keep it open. Wednesday, Wednesday, and then uh, yeah, from me and Terry, uh, have a good night. And Terry's autofocus just destroys his camera because it can't see his eyes. Where'd I go? Yeah, Where'd because, I go? because of the eyes. It was just, it was just like, yeah, you know, it was just bad. Right. Anyway, we're out. So peace. Bye.